Um, at the end, guys, Spock says, Jim, this is essentially like life, but not as we know it. And that's the line for that song. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Paul. And I'm Abby. And welcome to Three to Beam Up. And today we're talking episode 77, Errand of Mercy. There is not even one bones in this episode, and I am very upset. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is outrageous. Yeah. And I'm not even sure. I think Uhura might say a line, but other than that, is there even a single woman? Only, Uh, I mean, in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, with a speaking role. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't some Organian woman that Kirk had to try to seduce. (laughs) That probably got cut. Honestly, (laughs) it might have. And my third thing I wanted to say was I did not remember this episode at all. So to me, this was like watching a brand new episode. Same here. And I don't even know if I saw it the first time. It's possible it got skipped. It, It was good to kind of watch it blind. I think... My experience with it was very different than if I had remembered it. Yeah. Than if, yeah. I, if I'd remembered the ending. Yeah, I remembered. I remember. I didn't remember some of the beats, but I remembered the ending. And I, but I was still. I have a lot of questions about the behavior of Kirk and Spock throughout oh, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there are a lot of questions. I have so many questions. I, I question one. <laughs> so. The prime directive doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, so okay, how why how was the society contacted? Right. Why? Right. And how did they not realize they were like super advanced? Oh, sorry, spoiler, but like what the heck? Did they and did Spock at the beginning say the Richter scale of cultures? Yes, the Richter scale of cultures, it's a D minus on. Do you have questions? I have lots of questions. I, I I guess they use earthquake scales for for yeah. cultures now. A of all, and then Which if I they're of. if they're D minus, why are they talking to them at all? Right. No yeah, most also to be fair, most grading scales do not have D minuses. Um, <laughs> like in any case, this, yeah. This uh, is this one. This one bounces all have, over. And prime directive a is a good question. Oh, it doesn't make, like, any sense. But I did really like it, and I loved, like, I, there aren't too many that are, like, military strategy openings. And I kind of like that. And I like their, like, willingness, Spock and Kirk's, like, like, they're willing to go in and protect Organia at essentially, like, the the potential cost of their lives. That's kind of nice. Yeah, this one feels, right, the setup at the beginning feels like one of those, like, not subtext, clear proxy war like korea vietnam episodes right yeah that's what it feels like it starts with and and then that thread is kind of lost right like at best is kind of lost and then it's not about that really at all no it becomes Um, a straightforward like peace keeping episode well it becomes a like crazy alien power of the week episode 
which is done well. Is done. Yeah, right, right. But but uh, like teleological, like um, like uh, like the more evolved culture is like peace only, no yes. violence. So yes. therefore, that's implied to be like the overall yeah. better thing, which there's, I'm fine with. <laughs> there's a um, there's kind of a straight ripoff of this episode, an, a very early Stargate SG One episode called The Knox, which is um, if you've watched any Stargate, um, you probably know, but kind of the exact same pull of this of like two cultures go to a planet who are at war and there's this like species that's primitive and they're like don't fight <laughs> don't fight and then they're like oh yeah we're also like an ancient spacefaring race that like doesn't want you to fight essentially but <laughs> i mean that's the same beats of this episode it's a good yeah. story it's a really good like philip k dick uh premise right it feels yeah. like a, a good philip k dick story yeah, no, I'm skeptical. I no, I I actually like this episode fine. I just have a lot of questions. I also just Kirk's behavior throughout really bothered me for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Like one, have they never met a pacifist world before? Like they, is that they not have a... in season one? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is my thing. I'm like, you've met pacifists before this, and technically, the Federation is supposed to be mostly pacifist. Like, yeah, only one antagonized today. Yeah, them. exactly. And like, and Kirk is so angry at the Organians throughout yeah. for being yeah. pacifist. Like, I'm and just he can't like, control it. And yeah. yeah, and he's mad about like yeah, yeah. Oh, I just Very toxic, I have a lot masculine. of. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was just angry about it throughout. Because it didn't make any sense. Well, He's so mad at them for no reason. And it doesn't really play into his normal character. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think this is one where... One of the the thoughts I had throughout... Because there's a certain point where they talk about... I think it's when him and the Klingon captain are talking. And... Like, he says the the Federation fleet will be here soon. And, like, this whole battle is going to be decided from space. And it's one of these where, like, all the all the, the sort of drive of the episode is taken out of the character's hands that you're watching. Mm-hmm. Like, Kirk and Spock have yeah. nothing to do that can influence this in yeah. the slightest. And it's sort of one of those, like, at the end yeah, of the episode, it makes sense that, like, they never did. The story isn't about them. It's about these this council of, like, beings that can stop them at any time but wanted to give them a chance. And so they're yeah. sort of set up as the jerks who want war right exactly mm-hmm. yeah and then and but Which i do like how kirk sense. acknowledged that at the end he's like i like got so caught up essentially that yeah. like yeah. i i was fighting for like a war i didn't even want or believe in which is and a pretty good message which is true which is which is fine but like but then there's the but whole... doesn't make sense yeah. no and it doesn't really their mission doesn't make a lot of sense either so like there's that whole speech about yeah. like kirk's giving to the council like we can help you do stuff and do yeah. all the things, but you have a choice. But you have, but we can do all the things, but you have a choice. But well, they don't, right? But they don't mission, have a choice. But yeah, the mission is too? to protect Argania, like, from the Klingons, right? If, so they're going to do it no matter what. If the second they got there, though, they were like, cool, we'll join the Federation. Kirk would be like, cool, um, we'll get back to you in a week. <laughs> because there's nothing that them making that choice right there can do to stop the Klingons right. from occupying the planet. Yeah, right? there's not... Well, and even when the Organians are just like, we don't... We're good. We don't need you. Yeah. We're fine. And Kirk is like, but, but, but... And they're like, no, seriously, dude, we're, we're cool. He's And he's still doing and stuff. And then when yeah. they... When he and Kirk, When Spock get trapped on the planet, they're still like, we need to 100%. fulfill our mission. And I'm just like, 
what mission, man? Yeah, you already yeah. have been there, offered your stuff, and they said, no, you have yeah. no mission. You need to the, lay low the and avoid the, on the way. Yeah. yeah, the Enterprise escaped <laughs> and delivered the message to Starfleet, which was, like, yeah. the imperative, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, well, yes. the, the missions to come, yeah. they just yeah. need to, like, yeah, exactly. Hang hide. out. They like, need to just fade avoid into... Avoid some Klingons. Yeah. yeah. And literally, they do the opposite. Yeah. They're like, let's blow up your muni- munitions dump. <laughs> Like, For yeah. no reason. Yeah, that one made no sense to me. Um, a lot of yeah. this made no sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like well, so the many, I like the yeah. arc. I just don't like some of the yeah. beats. Just really annoy me, and and I feel it. I also am annoyed by the fact that Spock doesn't figure this out. Like, no, yeah, so he actually. he stays behind to like do his tricorder stuff because of course he does. Although yeah. it's a little weird that Kirk's letting him do that in a military situation, but I guess he just trusts Spock. So fine, fine, fine. Well, and then they're he... they're still fulfilling the mission, and yeah, it's kind yeah. of Spock's mission too to like kind of check up on stuff. Like that's yeah. his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then, like, it's all registering as tens of thousands of years old. So they these guys have some some strong powers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> but it, it's the same as any of a lot of these others where they just like created a place for them because they're like, oh, they expect us to be this. So, so we'll know, do that. <laughs> like, cool. Um, they Maybe they just have a chart and they're like, oh, Federation's here. Federation world, go. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems that way. And they like, it takes also, yeah, I mean, you're right, Abby, it takes spot anchored like a really long a time. really long time and i feel I'm like sure they when ever they, get it. i don't think they the ever psychic on the council like right away yeah. shouldn't they know something's up yeah. Yeah. right like i this is just like spock would have figured this out like he would have been like they're pretty confident and also that guy has some like psychic powers Psy- super i bet right? there's something going on here they don't even question at any point what is happening? They're like, why are you so blasé about this? They just are like, you're sheep, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, exactly. do you think there's a reason that they're like this? Are you going to try to investigate? No, you're just going to blow up some Klingon stuff and fight with Kor? Okay. Which is not in character once again. No. It's just strange. It's not. Like, yeah, uh, Kirk. Uh, yeah. Kirk fighting Kirk with Kor. Kirk fighting yeah, with Kor is totally a character. But like mm-hmm. everything else. Nothing makes sense. I'm very confused. And it's interesting, I think, because it is one of these episodes where, despite Kirk and Spock's actions making absolutely no sense, it's it's still somehow a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love like, weird. Like, um, <laughs> it's super weird. I love this because episode. they don't matter, right? Because they yeah. don't. Yeah, matter. it's true. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's You're not. Right. Yeah, the arc of the episode is strong enough that like the actions of the characters kind of don't matter, but it's still yeah. just kind of like when you start thinking about it and dissecting the episode, it's just like why? Yeah. Well, because why? they're the, they're almost they're the cardboard cutout stand-ins, right? The, yeah, it's like that episode in season two. What's that episode where it's they were like piloting another show? And the guy's basically oh, Doctor Who. Oh, um, Gary Seven. Gary, yeah, yeah. yeah Gary Seven. It's, yeah. it's like that, right? But like, like it's a different show, and they're just kind of there. almost, yeah. Except yeah, this wasn't that's a, a very good comparison. It's <laughs> a very good comparison. Um, but, yeah. Oh, unrelated to basically anything, but were those goats? Different I was just colors? about to say those dyed goats. Yes. Okay, they were. They were different colors. <laughs> that's where I okay. wanted to go next. That was my next note. I <laughs> loved the Agrarian <laughs> Society. I love that. I and I love the ghosts. I love the costumes. I love the scenery of the castle. We can do but that. Just yeah, dyed no, I them liked spotted it. blue and green. Yeah. Um, okay. How long I just, do you think that took? Oh, not that long. Two hours. 
It's not unusual to dye animals. Like, they do it for sheep a lot to, like, kind of track things. So, like, it's not that unusual. There's, it's almost, it's almost like spray paint. It's not a big deal. Cool. But, yeah, I was, okay, I just wanted to make sure that I was not insane and those goats were (laughs) different colors. Because it's so fast. It's so fast. And I was like, were those goats painted? (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad, Paul, that you had that note as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's maybe my most important note. (laughs) It was up there for me. It was. It was up there for me. Because, yeah, I had questions. Yeah, this, yeah, this, I do like the Organians. They're pretty rad. Like, I like a pacifist oh, society. Yeah. No, they're awesome. Beings and like, of pure energy. Oh, 100%. Sweet. Like, and like, there's some great quotes. I mean, like, the Organians will say, I think it's that Spock that says, it, but like, curious how often you humans manage to obtain what you do not want, right? Yeah. Like, about like this war. Th- like, it's, it's yeah. like some really nice messages. Um, yeah, they're all, like, so... Ch- for a bunch of, like, old white bros. Yeah, right? I was going to say, the script note would maybe be, could we have one of them that isn't an old white <laughs> right? man? Like, um... Yeah, maybe just it would have been nice if there were some... But I guess they're, like, beings of pure energy, so, like, they're not really gendered anyway. Oh, yeah, they're, they're conforming well, to the Federation. Like, not yeah. The, yeah, the Federation's stereotypes. Yeah, I but think, I mean, it still speaks to it. those stereotypes. That, like, oh, yeah, they, for sure. They had a yes. choice yes, to pick any form they wanted. Correct. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Correct. That's the, the weird part. Um, so we get some Klingons, guys. And we, we get a lot of black slash gold face. Yeah, well, it's, it's, they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be, like, Asian. It's really, it's, oh, it's yeah, so good. they mix their, their, their sort of racist They do, and, but yeah. they did, in the script notes, and this was in Memory Alpha, the script notes, for, this is the first canonical appearance of the Klingons, and the script notes were Orientalist, so, <laughs> uh, okay. which is why Kor looks kind of Genghis Khan-y, but... That that was what they were going for. So that's so. what the kind of gold part is. So yeah. they're sp- trying to be yellow. Okay, yes. that's really racist. You think? <laughs> you like, think? That is like so problematic. I mean, I know we ha- we like we we get things yeah. like this a lot, but like wow, it's awkward. <laughs> In more fun news, though, the baldric that Core wears is also the baldric that Worf wears for the first season of TNG. Oh. It is the same costume piece. Nice. Oh, so, that's really charming. It is actually. Like, that's like really sweet. And we yeah. see and we see Core again. Like he shows up a couple times in DS9. So like and it's the same actor. So and it's the same character. Just so like he, the next generation literally. Yeah, pretty much. Like he just he's older. He's he's who Jedzia hangs out with and stuff a lot. Oh, that's right. I didn't uh, piece that yeah. together. I forgot. Um, yeah. Uh, it's the boy. same character and the same actor. Well, and Core's not like a bad no, he's just dude. A I mean, he's like coming in to set up like a military dictatorship, right? Like, not great, but checks for like the Klingon Empire. Yeah, like, especially at that time period. Like, it's yeah, yeah it's what they do. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, no, he's he's who like Jadzia has blood oaths with and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's I can that picture him now. Really yeah, yeah. I thought the name sounded familiar, and I thought it yeah. was just from other. Um, nope, he comes back. US stuff, he returns. But... He, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't come back in TNG, but he comes back in DS9 a lot. So like, yay. And stuff. Well, I like Quar. 
My favorite part, though, is, of course, that, like, he's there for, like, a second, and, like, the only people he, like, picks up on are Spock and Kurt. Right. <laughs> well, they're well, in the right? I thought that was a weird, like, they don't even try to hide. It's like, Klingons are coming, they're gonna be here. We're just gonna and hang out in the council chamber. <laughs> and then instead of being like, oh, excuse us, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're um, gonna leave. Kirk We're is like, stay. yes, I'm here. I'm first citizen. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And Spock's like, my name is Spock. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, you couldn't have even chosen a different name, Spock. Spack. Like, what How about is Spack? wrong with yep, you? Yep. Like, or just go by go by your dad's name. Like, go yeah, by it's... like you know other Vulcans, man. Pick another <laughs> name. It's interesting yeah. that I I would think that a Klingon would have some intel on like the, the likely yeah. captains they're running right? to. So um, it was so weird because he knew the name right away, but he had no idea what they what looked, looked like, like or that yeah. Spock was the like a, a Vulcan first officer, which is unusual for this time period. As so we know. weird. So like, yeah, no, that that's it. Did yeah. not. I mean, it's not like the the disguises last that long anyway. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it because, doesn't make sense when they do. Because of course, Core has bugged the council office. Like they didn't even think of that. Like what is like? I'm they're supposed not... to be. Like, not in a really secretive way, with no. like a, a giant, <laughs> giant video camera. The camera's like a, a videotape size. Oh like, yeah. I mean, I guess it would have been small for the '60s, but yeah, it's it's big. it's noticeable. And like, and if Kirk is like this expert in how Klingons take over planets, like you think he would have been like they do surveillance. Yep. <laughs> Seems pretty basic. <laughs> pretty standard. I agree. I um, I did like Kirk's ironic little bow after he's being led away by the Klingons, mm-hmm. like his sarcastic one. I, I mean, all of them are sarcastic. I just, I, Shatner seems so over the top in this episode, like so much of it. It yeah, really bothered me. A lot yeah. of his choices were just like, why are you so intense right now? I don't understand. It's probably. Yeah. Who is directed? Yeah, that's a good question. Who directed yeah, it? I, I was going to say it is probably a director's it. notes of just. I would like, guess so. I think that would have to be, yeah. but also, but also, I don't particularly trust Shatner's choices a lot sure. of the time. So, like, there is that too. <laughs> like, well, my my thought would be that they're they're trying to paint both sides as mm-hmm. like as as warmongering. Yeah, yeah. And fairly I mean, effectively, fairly yeah, effectively. Yeah, absolutely. I I I don't. It's directed by John Newland. Yeah, Who's the name sounds familiar, but I can't. It's from, I'm looking. Hold on. Uh, oh, he only did Aaron to Mercy. Hmm. Yeah, that checks because like the stage directions and like this is kind of a unique episode, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways it is. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't think that it's a bad reading. No, no, no. no I don't. Do I this. like it. I think it's, it's just a good episode. Weird for well, I meant even this choice of, of oh, being okay. over the top. Um, it's just weird for Kirk. And yeah. To, again, it, it almost goes to this point of like, there's a lot of these episodes that feel like people were still trying, writing for um, Twilight Zone, essentially, where like yeah. every episode is con- completely self-contained and has no continuity, not even character continuity, right? Mm-hmm. And Which so that's why I think this feels like a Philip K. Dick short story because it has this one premise, this one idea of like, cool, what if you did try to have a proxy war somewhere, but it turned out that the people you were proxy warring with had a few Way centuries more powers than you. you. Um, yeah, exactly. And like, Space what would happen powers. there? Right. 
Um, yeah. What if, what if, yeah. like, you, you are doing this proxy war in Vietnam, and then it turns out they all have, like, 21st century weapons and tanks and stuff, and you yeah, it, are very it, quickly Yeah, this episode, I think, would make a little bit more sense even earlier in the season. Because it is still a first season episode, and they're still setting up a lot of stuff, but, like, right. the way this episode has the characters behaving, I feel like would make, a, would have made more sense earlier in the series. Well, and it was probably, I mean, it was being written probably just from the initial reads that were given to these well i guess who wrote it is a question it wasn't uh, the... janelle coon oh okay it's a coon episode wow mm-hmm. all right that, yeah it's weird right out, <laughs> i know i was gonna say if it was like a one-off writer too no then... it wasn't it was Janelle. Coon. i mean maybe it went through rewrites i i don't know like i mean they usually do but it's yeah it's just it feels like it should be earlier is the yeah, only yeah. thing but yeah it's it's such a yeah. weird yeah, because it, it's enjoyable, but also, like, there are so many things that I'm just like, is this Star Trek? <laughs> I'm not well, 100%. It, it doesn't, yeah. Kirk and Spock don't have to be there. It's no, a, it's really, they really, yeah. like, um, it could have been anybody. You could do this in any series, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could have this in TNG and have it be, like, on the edge of Ferengi space or Romulan space. Yeah. You could have it in DS9 against the in the Dominion War, like you could have it in Voyager with the the, the what the Kaizen or like this Whoever. works anywhere. Um yeah. because the characters aren't really important. Yeah. Um, it's true. What did you guys think of the mind shifter? <laughs> ah, I yeah. had I don't really understand why it was included at all because it's it. They never used it on Kirk, and it didn't work on Spock. Yeah, it's like, a little bit of a Chekhov's gun in there. You know, yeah, that they never really fire. <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't like if if there had been a scene where they were torturing Kirk or something, it would have been like, yeah, okay, I get why this was included. But they never get to it with Kirk, and it doesn't work for Spock. So, well, I was wondering if the point of it was to like just show essentially Spock's prowess. But that, like, we know Spock is good at stuff. Like, it's late in season one. Well, We're aware even then, of Spock's powers. Even yeah. then, then it's still that same sort of idea because they show Spock's prowess, but he never makes use of it. Right. Other than the, to say, oh, yeah. cool, that didn't work. He doesn't solve anything. Um, yeah. There's no reason, like, if they, if, if TOS had been more of a, like, did arcs. And it came back in a later episode with Klingons that they had this, like, crazy mind device that could erase you or whatever. Like, then maybe it would make more sense. But because they just kind of mention it and they're like, we have this mind device and it erases you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk should have like, been like, yeah, the Federation has anything. that too. It, it was called Day of the Dove. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, it's not Day of the Dove. Wait, I always get those wrong. No, yeah, because yeah, the it's dove the other on one. The, um... the dove's on the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. Day of the Dove, it is... Um... <laughs> it's one of the, the same two... damn costumes. Oh, I, I always get... In uh, any case, you know what episode yeah. I'm talking about. It's one of the two that are set in mental asylums that are yep. basically the same episode. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's not Whom Gods Destroy, that's the other one, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I never remember either, because I get confused. Because they're the same mm-hmm. episode to be. Is this going to drive <laughs> crazy? I mean, you could keep talking. I'm just going to flip back through these. Uh, <laughs> not Spectre of the Gun. No, it is definitely not. They're not, not fighting. Women. The Ultimate Computer is a great... Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I think. Oh it yeah, it's been it's been it's been quite a while. That was that was really fun. guys. We're good, like uh, almost done. Like there, we've watched most episodes at this point, except yeah, for true. one. So like. Well, it, 
I know where we can go. <laughs> Let's talk about the um, Klingon commander's plan. Why give Kirk a time limit and not just like force him, torture him then and there? Yeah. The 12 you know. hours? Yeah. I mean, that's just, I think that's just like how military dictatorships work. Like, it's it's kind of fear-mongery and, like, control-y. I, think I know, but just... it would have been a way better plan. I would have just executed him. <laughs> well, I mean... I'm not a military dictator. <laughs> I think, Chelsea, you're you're not believing in yourself enough. I think you could be a military <laughs> dictator. <laughs> really? That's a, you've never told me that before. Wow. <laughs> I, I believe in you. You could do wow. it. Is it, is it da- think... Dagger of the Mind? It's Dagger of the Mind. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mind. Mind. Like a mind-breaking. That's how you can remember <laughs> it. Is that helpful? No. <laughs> mind-stabbing. Like you can stab mind your mind. Exactly. <laughs> Think about that, Paul. Put it in your noggin. <laughs> I'm still going to remember that one to stay in the dove because they have doves on their shirts. They do. No, it's, it's mind-breaking. <laughs> stab, 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 they stab. Had, they should have had a brain with a knife. Either exactly. going into it or coming out of it. Exactly, I'm not sure. It's exactly. <laughs> See, we should design costumes. I it's know like a tarot card. I don't even. Anyway, um, um, what were yeah, we talking I'll, about? We were talking about the, Chelsea. The, uh, Chelsea character. being a good military dictator. And me being a good military dictator. Cool. Glad I was looking up. Uh, I mean, I already command adolescents, <laughs> basically. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a much further step yeah. to command home whole armies. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's. I, I don't know. It's a weird read on the... Again, the Klingons don't even necessarily need to be here. They just need a species that is, like, here to... Taking them over. To take over this planet. Yeah. But I no, like that they're there. I, it is. I, I think they're good here. Yeah, I am... Did that in the commander's, like, office room or whatever, did you guys see the artwork in the background that was, like, a bird of prey on the wall with, like, flames coming out yeah, of its head? that was way too close to the wall and was, uh... Just scorching the wall. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like, cool. But I, I liked the art. I mean, I, you know, in, in a real house, you would have had to not have it be on fire. But what? Like, or or like put it another point? foot away from the wall. Just like well, yeah, it out like a, a, bit. a literal sculpture, like for, like extended from the wall. But they yeah. did take them to classic dungeon. Yeah, um, it's true. I'm oh, I sure love the classic dungeon. We've seen that dungeon before. Also, why oh, does yeah. this the this... cat dungeon, right? I thought it might be the cat's paw dungeon. Um, it's a lot of the cat's paw set. Okay. So it probably that right. is. Um, yeah, why this species has a dungeon. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. <There's... laughs> oh my god. That's a good question. That is such a good flipping question, you guys. <laughs> the pacifist species, why they have a dungeon. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, maybe it was the basement to store, like, potatoes and stuff, but then they just, like... With bars. The Klingons... Well, the Klingons remodeled it really quickly. Got it. <laughs> wow. Mm. Okay, I had not thought of that. That makes me really Too bad happy. it's not, like, a wine cellar. <laughs> I wish it was a wine cellar. Yeah, that would yeah. yeah exactly. They store them in the wine cellar. Yeah. 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 And then they could drink. With not bars. just the Klingon bourbon, but also the yeah. wine. <laughs> oh, boy. delightful. Wait, I have another Klingon question. When Kirk puts the rope around the Klingon neck, wouldn't that Klingon just like to die like that? Is that an honorable battle death? Or yeah, that... it would be. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, it, it's, okay, so they just haven't flushed out the Klingons yet. Yeah, they have, I mean, it's the first oh. time we, we meet the Klingons. Yeah, so, like, they have, they have not figured these people out yet. They do not, <laughs> I mean, it is not a thing. That, that sort of stuff, like Stovacor and all that, I mean, that's not oh, even yeah. that's, that's much later. Like, that's mid much TNG, later. Yeah. Um, where they even start to talk about that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a whole. Good chat. I'm glad we had this talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely do not know what Klingons are yet. Other than warmongery. Yeah. Well, and then, like, Spock and Kirk go through all that trouble. They break in. They, like, you know, disable all these people, basically, right? Blah, 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 blah. And then we learn the truth. Is that where you guys are in your notes? Yeah, I mean, that's, sure. my, own, that's my last note. I, I, there aren't, I don't have many notes on this episode. I don't either. I love cultures and, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so the, the council is essentially Q powers, uh, at least on the same scale, right? Yeah, um, I think they so. Can, They're psychic. They can do a lot. They see the future. They can immobilize weapons. They can make things like hot. Mm. But but they can control the fleets across the galaxy. Yeah. That's like the cue thing. So I, I don't think they could see the future. Um Oh, would they say that like they they're going to be fast at least, friends? At least some of them oh, can. See. It's well. like that. It's it's limited future telling. I it think, seems like yeah. it's. Yeah, they do I think he's have making some... good guesses on that, but like I don't, I don't think. That's I really think there. the I think the implication is that at least some of them do have a little bit of future powers, but not not like not necessarily all not. Of them. Cr- yeah, they see, they, they can't read, see everything. They just my read see, was like, the, like they're they're what at least ten thousand years old is their implication, but maybe. They toss up big numbers here. 10,000 years. Yeah, they're millions of years evolved or whatever. Um, And millions of years is way too long um, for them to just be sitting here on a planet, like, twiddling their thumbs, essentially. Um, Well, they say that the the visuals of their culture are are completely for... Yeah, yeah. But still, for them them to still just be, like, hanging out on this planet in whatever form they're in, um, unless they're, you know, off somewhere else and they just get, like, a, a light hits on a, a switchboard and they're like, oh, somebody's on our planet. We should go back there and... Uh... Check it but, out. It, it might, but honestly, I, I, if they can control things across the galaxy. But there's no there's no indication of that or, or reason for that. But but the deeper point, um, is it, my read of them is much more like the, the haggard old man that's like, I've seen some stuff. And like, <laughs> I can tell that like, I've seen yeah. this thing before, this war. And like, look, what's going to happen is in the end of it, you're going to be friends, essentially. Oh, so that okay. was my read of it, that, like, I, we've seen this happen many, many times. We don't have to see this particular future. We see the, we see the future in that we've seen in the past. Um, and my, my read is that, like, they're, they see the future. And yeah. they're just like, oh, no, you guys, we know exactly what's going to happen. We're just going to go back to being, like, balls of light. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> to some degree, this, um, the powers remind me of the, um, oh, and I'm going to forget the name of a species. That's horrible. It's a season three uh, TNG episode, That Which Survives, that uh, the two people on a planet, the whole planet gets wiped out. Um, oh, yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite TNG episodes, and I'm totally blanking on the guy's species, but he um, wipes out an entire species <laughs> because mm-hmm. they attacked his planet and, and killed his wife. And he um, feels sad about it. Yeah, what is it? I forget what they are as two, but yeah, I remember that. That's a good episode. It's very this. similar to this one. It's very similar. I gotta watch TNG. It's again. sad. It's a it's sad such episode. A sad episode. Um, it's really depressing. Oh no. It's very sad. Yeah, he just wants to be left alone after he's yeah after you know, he's committed genocide. So yeah. like you know, um, the Dowd. So uh, the Dowd. Oh. 
Uh, I think it's I the only have, time in the. I would um, not have pulled that. I think it like they they might run into one other Dowd maybe ever, but actually I'm not even sure they do. But um, they're painted as being like at least as powerful as the Q. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this reminds me of that of that like yeah in an instant. Um, without thinking, he was just like, oh, cool. That whole species doesn't exist anymore. Like, period. Yeah. Full stop, all of them. Um, and that's kind of what they're saying here. It's like, I'm standing on Earth and standing on the Klingon home planet right now. I'm like, you know, none of your weapons work anywhere at all, period. <laughs> we're not doing this. Which, like, how I... disconcerting would that be if you were like, you know. <laughs> well, I have know, taken away all your right toys. It's it's one of those where like wouldn't you make this a forbidden planet like you oh absolutely because, they're um, never going back here again the planet we hope you're putting up from, some buoys um, around that planet <laughs> well the planet from um the uh the cage the menagerie oh yeah yeah um, same thing I'm yeah. forgetting the name of those aliens now but um Talosians Talosians yeah right it's like crime number one that you can't go back to Talos yeah Talos four um. And this one definitely powerful. This one definitely qualifies. Yeah, wouldn't you put that same one on this one? Be like, yes. hey, now that they know, yeah. like these people yeah. just want to be left alone, and we can't do anything about it. So, like, don't go there. Especially <laughs> like, don't go there. They are war. beings of pure energy yeah. who can take away all our toys all at once. <laughs> yes. um, do not mess with them. It's an interesting question of like they're they are at war in this episode. So, like, canonically, yeah. code one. Code one. Code one, yeah. Canonically, though, like, is there, <laughs> there's, there's history of, like, this Klingon war that ha that lasts, like, a day, <laughs> and then, like, yeah. then the entire fleet is rendered useless on both sides, and presumably all their weapons everywhere, and they have to, like, build back their fleet. Yeah, like, I don't you'd, know. You'd think this would come up again in the future. You, um, you would think so. But it also speaks to this, this should happen more often, frankly. Right? They encounter a lot of powerful creatures out there. That's true. Yeah. Um, this should happen more often. Yeah, where the creatures just have no patience for their bullshit, essentially. Well, the Metrons. Yeah. The Metrons in... Um, yeah, the Metrons, too. Arena. Yeah. That's the Metrons read, basically, is like, cool, we... Like, we we're gonna no kill the winner, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same sort of... Same sort of read, so... Um, at the end, guys, Spock says... Jim, this is essentially like life, but not as we know it. And that's the line for that song. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's Klingons off the starboard bow. The starboard bow. Oh, the starboard bow. Oh, There's Klingons yeah. off that song. Yeah. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. But not as we know it. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Right? Now what? I do. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sad that I know. I am sad that I know that. But I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think because I we've been going this whole series and I've been waiting for that line. And I'm like, I don't think it happens because we only had like two episodes <laughs> left. But it does happen. And also, guys, my last note is that I thought the ending was a lot better without a terrible ending. Yes. This was actually <laughs> yeah. a nice little, like, tie it up with a bow. It, they didn't try to make a yeah. joke. They didn't try. They just, like, it was a nice. Yeah. I had that as well, where I was just like, oh, this is how you should end an episode like yeah, this. Kirk's, Kirk's you know, like, yeah, like, being quiet they're, and contemplating. Yep, yeah. Chelsea, you're going to be yeah. mad at me, but I think part of that is that McCoy wasn't there. <laughs> 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 no one agrees with you. Man. <laughs> 
I, I agree, Paul. I agree with you. Abby, you're also a bad person. Because McCoy is we often the one making those... We have established that, Chelsea. <laughs> McCoy's often the one making those snippy comments at the end and, like... Uh, he deserves to. McCoy has to put up with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and I bet just sitting there in his office writing peer review papers. I, no, I mean, if McCoy drinks his omnid, the, the bingo sheet, I think we could agree that he spent his whole episode drinking in his <laughs> office. <laughs> I will take it. I'll take what I can get. Um, cool. I'm out of notes, messages? Oh, I'm definitely out of notes. Yeah, I don't have anything been improving for the last half hour I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well uh i think it's probably uh, we can all agree it's what we talked about a straight up war is bad uncultured uncivilized episode slash the turn of that um that kind of like applies to 60s culture peace must be maintained at all costs and violence is not like the way to go yeah it, it, the way you put that it, it reminds me of another that would be pretty close contemporaneously and I, i'm gonna forget now um wow the sci-fi movie with the guy who comes to the planet to basically say he has a robot uh robot go day the earth stood still day the earth oh uh, okay <laughs> um, i was like i yeah. have no idea we were both like where are you doing going? a real bad job with <laughs> trades there um yeah but the same sort of message of like hey if you're gonna come up to space like you can't be like this. Like, we will just stop you. Um, it's the same sort of messaging. And, and I, Day of the Earth Stood Still would have been like late 50s, early 60s, probably. Yeah. I remember. But in any I case, the so. same sort of, I think that same sort of messaging is happening a lot in sci-fi. And this is this is a good read on it. It's mm, a good yeah. take on it. So. Well, and, and versus the like, there are some things worth fighting and dying for, which Kirk like actually comes out and says this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you for making that explicit. <laughs> um, uh, I think there are a few more. Uh, there's a straightforward, like um, essentially a prime directive message, like stay out of other people's businesses, mm. like business, like cultures must be respected. Well, which the like Federation sort doesn't, of. and then they experience the consequences. Yeah, I think that's one where they're they're kind of wrong for the right reasons, though, and they're only wrong because they're dealing with this like super powered alien race, um, right. And the fact that they don't reference the Prime Directive at all... Um, it's problematic. It's well, weird. it's problematic, but I, I, I think it's also the case that they weren't intending this episode to be about that at all. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it only is by happenstance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, last one I got is that, like, um, I love this message. They do it a lot. Like, enemies are closer to being, like, the same than mm -hmm. we would like to think, or to be like being friends, like how him and the commander are essentially friends and their differences are minimized. Yeah. Um, despite like, you know, they're ready to like die to fight each other. Yeah. It's almost a reverse read of let that be your last battlefield, right? Where they have the two, uh, yeah. warring people, but they're more powerful. Well, they're now, more powerful and they also don't have the like, even though they're on opposite sides, Kor has respect for Kirk. And, sure, that's fair. And in a that's way, fair. Kirk has respect exactly. for Kor. So, like, it, that's kind of the big difference between this and Let That Be Your Last Battlefield. Is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Yeah. And they do that a lot, like, um, with the Romulans, too. Yeah, they, like, respect each yeah. other, even though um, they... they hate each other, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. But that's it. That's, uh, that, which goes with the pacifist message. Like, mm -hmm. what are you even fighting about, I guess? Yeah. 
antagonists? Uh, is it the guys? Yeah, is it the Klingons or is it the guys? I think it's the Organians. The Organians, Organians, yeah. I think it's the Organians. In which case, they're basically like Trelane. Oh, they're, uh, uh, they're... Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe you'll... Yeah. Maybe just Or is below. Trelane more dangerous because he's a kid? I... I no, I think I'd put them above Trelane, I think. Because they are at least Trelane, are, okay. they're, they're Yeah, focused? just because they're focused, they're uh, they're yeah, in yeah. they're controlled, they know exactly what they're doing. They like I I would put them above Trelane. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. I was thinking a little I was th- I was looking at the Doomsday machine, but I actually yeah, I like that. I like above Trelane. Because right. mm. the other place to put them would be above the Metrons. Yeah, and I think that's too low. I do too. Yeah, because they could. They said they're on the world, like they could have destroyed those worlds. Basically, yeah. they said they were on the both those home worlds. And yeah, I think. I think they're very powerful. Yeah, that's cool that we got one so high this close to the end. Yeah. 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 Shall we bingo? Yep. Time for bingo, bingo time. Time for our bingo. I mean. <laughs> Ooh, there's going to be a lot of clarifiers, aren't there? Um, I don't know, are there? I hadn't thought of that. Well, so, like, weapons don't work? By, like, superheating them? I guess uh, the I think the weapons don't work because they can't... They like, can't use the them. I think that's what yeah. we've said, that, like, yeah. stopping someone from being... Well... I think the weapons don't work. Um, they're, yeah, I think this is, like, one of the grayest gray the areas. But I'd give it to you that... like. I think weapons don't work. And yes, they are trapped on the planet. Spock um, does a Vulcan neck pinch. I'm sure he's so fascinating or interesting. I, don't know. I can't remember Spock if there's a captain. doesn't say song. much. Oh, maybe he There doesn't. is a Kirk speech. There's like the most just like tone deaf Kirk speech ever at the beginning there. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Sulu, does he say? He definitely says the there. course because he's in command, right? He might not do it on screen. Oh, okay. Um,. And then yeah, most up. of the other Klingon show, um, most of the other characters we don't really have. Oh, does Yohara open the channels? Mm. Or does she just send messages? She might just send them. Uh, and then I forget, yeah, without like a lot of the characters. It's like a strong maybe. I'm going to go with no, but I would like it to be yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. Wait, no, <laughs> I, I was going to say I'll go with yes, but I'd like it to be no. Um, <laughs> just to be contrarian, um, I, I think it's probably difficult. a no, but it's probably a high maybe, you know. Abby, clarify. We're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. I actually don't have any clarifiers. This was pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. With the board. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It was just uh, we are one away, two different ways. <laughs> what did we need? What did we need? Then what did we, we get? needed? We needed Uhura to sing, or we needed Sulu to set the course because he does not ever set the course. Yeah. Um, oh darn! But there are a ton in this episode. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot. Uh, the Klingons are there causing trouble. The bridge shakes. Uh, there are several oh, Kirk speeches. Yeah. <laughs> the the prime directive is super ignored. Yeah, <laughs> There's a captain's log, phasers are set to stun at one point, oh, yeah. Vulcan nerve pinch, the away team's trapped on a planet, the weapons are don't work, Spock does say fascinating once, there is a recurring actor. Um, yeah, it's 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 chock full, it's just we didn't, the, the sheet did not help us out. But, yep. um, but there were close. quite a few, there were yep. quite a few. Um, but yeah, do you guys want to guess what our last Private episode is? 
I'm guessing. I also guess Private Little War. Do we get a prize? <laughs> we better no. get a prize, Chelsea. No, you don't. You already Thank got you, prizes. Paul. Wait, Chelsea, yeah, let's but... vote. Do we yes, get a prize you, for guessing this one prize. right? I vote yes. Paul vote votes yes. yes. <laughs> Abby, we you get a prize. Already, you, your prize is that I will keep doing this podcast. Um. <laughs> that is a true prize. You could send us each a cookie that you bake. I could do that. Uh, that is that is more that acceptable. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Hey, yeah, look at that. We're watching Private Little War. Oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> Season 2, episode 19. Peaceful, primitive peoples get caught up in the struggle between superpowers with Kirk unhappily trying to restore the balance of power disrupted by the Klingons. I love this episode. So, and I think this is a great pair. I haven't seen this one in a long time, but yeah, this one is much more of what I thought this one was, the like straight proxy war, right? Yeah. I was also confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will be able to discuss all of the nuances and differences between that. This will be our final TOS um, episode review discussion, which will be interesting, so that'll be fun. Um, After that lovely listener we're kind of planning on doing a uh kind of wrap up of tos and our thoughts and feelings and antagonists and messages and overall thoughts and feelings and then we will take a little break and come back to you with uh the animated series so that's kind of the plan for the future uh until next time uh we are available to you on facebook and instagram at beam at 3 to up at Beam3. You can find us. We're there. Uh, info at 3 dbupcom for emailing us. Uh, yeah, and we are going to be watching uh, our last TOS episode, A Private Little War. Keep on checking. <laughs>